The other day, I was out biking with a friend. We social distanced. After a long ride, we stopped in a local fast food restaurant for a light meal and some cold drinks. We had only received our drinks when my friend said to me with a huge smile on his face, You know what? That was the absolute best customer service I've ever received here. Stay tuned to find out why. Welcome back. You're listening to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast, and I'm your host, Craig Ansell. This is episode 45, the absolute best customer service. Hopefully, I piqued your interest a little bit in the intro. How could someone say something as strong as, this is the absolute best customer service I've ever received here, when only done is paid for their meal and gotten their drink? I wondered the same thing, but then I started to rewind my experience and how it went for me. The minute that we walked into the restaurant, there was an extremely positive, high-energy greeting with a big smile. Then, as we approached the cashier to place our order separately, she greeted us both with the same amount of energy, passion, and focus. There was a slightly different conversation between the two of us, and she had an individual focus for each customer. The cashier even took time to make sure that she provided us with the correct drinks and that they were satisfactory. When you set yourself up early for success, it positions you in a powerful place going forward. Unfortunately, the opposite is true also. You can only make a first impression one time. And many times that first impression lasts, sometimes for a lifetime. Now, if you work with people on a regular basis, you do have the opportunity to course correct. And it's all in your customer service skills, your communication skills, believe it or not. In a past episode, I talked about hard skills. Those are the, those are the book smarts, the education, the trainings that you receive throughout your lifetime. They'll get you a certain distance in life, but it's the soft skills, the people skills, the emotional skills, the emotional intelligence that really play a strong part with your communication. You can be the smartest person and be the best knowledgeable person on a topic. Sometimes you could be called a subject matter expert or SME for short. But if you can't convey your messages and your content in a acceptable, compatible manner with your audience, sometimes the message is lost in translation because the soft skills aren't there and the message comes across too pointed, too gruffly, too aggressive. Most of us thrive on human interaction, and given with COVID, it's been real difficult to have one-on-one -on -one personal interaction. But a large portion of your energy, your focus, your personality can be heard, whether it's through virtual meetings, through phone calls, or just having a general conversation. In our example about this fast food restaurant customer service it was all about how we were treated from the beginning, the first impression and the cashier's high level of energy, her spirit, her focus, and her attention to detail. That's a lot. 
but it set the entire light meal up for a good, positive energy and something to look forward to. Here it is days after the experience, and I still remember it strongly. I so hope that the next time I go back there, that same cashier will be working, and I will thank her again for her strong attention to detail, her positive energy, and her bright smile. It actually made my day, and I'm sure that when you go into a situation, whether it's at a restaurant, um, a retail store, maybe if you're going into a home improvement store, the cashier can make or break your day, so to speak. And it's really about human interaction, as I mentioned. We like to start out our first interactions as positively as we can. And that can be difficult even when you put your best foot forward. It's really important to pick up on social cues. There's body language. There's tone. There's the volume level of the conversation. And there's eye movement, the attention to detail. How engaging are you? And how interested is the listener in the conversation? You'd figure going into some type of retail establishment, a store, a restaurant, something like that, that you'd have the um, employee's full attention, the cashier's full attention, because you're the end customer. But that's not always the case. So sometimes you have to go the extra mile to kind of break the conversation and get their focus, get their attention, so that you can get the best customer service out of them that you need. In my prior example, the cashier at the fast food restaurant was giving absolute great customer service. In fact, the best customer service. In some cases, we have to pull the absolute best customer service or great customer service out of someone because we have needs and they're not supplying what we're looking for. My daytime job is a project manager, and over the years, I've learned a lot about customers. There's all kinds of different types. There's different types of personalities, different types of expectations, all kinds of processes to follow and documentation to provide. It's something they expect. These things are commonly called deliverables. To say it differently, it's what you owe the customer. I recall one recent project that went extremely well right from the beginning. We had that great first impression interaction, which is really important. And then the project executed well, the materials, the engineering, everything was on time or early, and most things went to plan. I had a great relationship with my counterpart, which was the customer's project manager. Then towards the end of our project, an issue occurred. It was something that we were able to recover from, but one of the last things the customer said to me when we were closing out the project was, the project went extremely well from the beginning, but it's the challenge, the issue that occurred at the end that they're going to remember. Why am I sharing this with you? It's absolutely difficult to be perfect, right? We should all strive for strong performance, Strive for perfection, but we may not always hit it. It's really difficult to achieve. But that first impression is absolutely critical. And then maintaining your appearance, maintaining your confidence, your customer service throughout is very imperative. 
and you need to do your absolute best, regardless of your work situation or your schooling situation, in performing well and staying positive. When setbacks do occur, it's all right. They happen in life. That's why we have things called recovery plans. Now, that's something rather formal, right, because I work in project management, but we all should have some type of recovery plan when problems occur, when your car battery is dead and it won't start, when you come home and find a flat tire or you're getting ready to go for work and there's a problem with your vehicle. You need to quickly create a recovery plan. So in the situation where I had a project that went extremely well and I was very proud of the team's execution and our commitment to excellence for the customer, then we had that problem towards the end. It's something that bothered me for some time afterwards, although we did close the project on a strong note. What the customer said stuck with me for a while, and I remember this to this day, which I apply in my personal life as well. Although we started strong, we didn't finish as strong as we could have. And so the customer's focus, even though let's say 90 or 95% of the project went well, extremely well if I may say, and in a big part to the team's efforts, they remember the mishap, the issue that occurred towards the end. Now, it didn't matter if it was large or small, and it didn't matter how myself or my company or my team corrected that situation. It was the fact that it happened. And that is what the customer remembered going into the closeout meeting. I can't undo the clock, and I can't undo that issue that occurred. I do remember, though, how important it is to stay strong and perform throughout. So back to my example about the fast food restaurant. It's not just about that initial greeting, which is absolutely critical, but it's about giving your best customer service throughout the experience. And when an issue does occur, to strongly recover from it. Hopefully, with good planning on your part and a good process in place, you won't have too many issues to deal with with your customers and your customer service. However, if you do, remember, it's absolutely vital to recover. I took that lesson from that customer and continued to apply it in my life. In fact, something else had occurred midway through a different project that I was working on, and I realized it wasn't directly my fault or my team's fault. We had an issue with the vendor supplying a particular component, and yes, we were able to recover. Knowing that the prior performance with our company and this customer was doing extremely well, similar to the first example I gave you, I mentioned to my project manager counterpart, it's important for us to understand that we were progressing strongly, but small setbacks like these, even though we recovered, can be on your memory and can last for a project lifetime. They were shocked that I actually brought up the situation and was willing to explain the fact that we recognize customers remember when there's a misstep or a mistake. I think it helped buy some grace with the customer, and we finished that project strongly. That really went a long way in continuing to build the customer relationship. So, it's not all about your hard skills and your knowledge. It's about interactive and personal skills. Make sure when you have your next time to communicate with someone, whether it's again in a retail store, a personal nature, or in your work, that you try to pick up on social cues, focus a little more on the conversation, and try not to be distracted so that you can give your counterpart, your customer, your full attention, and you can start to strive towards your absolute best customer service. 
I'll put the links in the show notes to some of the prior episodes I talked about, which included hard and soft skills. And another episode that's completely complimentary to this one would be episode 21, and it's called Level Up Your Customer Service. The background behind that episode is that we all have customers, both upstream and downstream. It's not just one directional. Check out that episode for some more details and how to boost your customer service. We're always looking for your feedback on social media. You can reach me at Craig Ansell on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, and also directly Craig at CraigAnsell.com through email. If there's a particular episode that you really liked, please drop a note and let us know why. We're happy to serve. Also, if you're dealing with a particular challenging situation with personal or professional growth, feel free to reach out to us on social or directly, and maybe I can put an episode together to help you improve your performance going forward. Thank you for being a valued listener from the Career Growth Made Easy podcast and closing out episode 45 with us, the absolute best customer service. Have a great rest of the week.